0: On this episode of the AC Sports Report, we have Colby Jacobino from Colby
1: G. Scouting. This is Connor Newcomb from the Locked on Orioles podcast. Situated in eastern Baltimore County, Maryland, CCBC Essex is considered to have one of the best intercollegiate athletic programs in the National Junior College Athletic Association. The Knights athletic teams compete for state, regional, and national championships in nine sports. As a member of Region 20 of the NJCAA, and the Maryland Junior College Athletic Conference, CCBC Essex has won nine NJCAA National Championships and has had over 100 NJCAA All-Americans. CCBC Essex prepares students for their future academic and athletic experiences at four-year institutions. A combination of talented student-athletes, quality coaching, and outstanding facilities makes athletics at CCBC Essex a unique and rewarding experience while also providing a quality education at a very affordable cost. For more information, go to www.ccbcessexknights.com.
2: If you've been looking for someone that talks about youth sports in the DMV, from basketball to football, volleyball, soccer, lacrosse, baseball, and softball, you've found it. We are the authority. We are the authority. This is the AC Sports Report. There's a thriving community of youth sports in the DMV, and we cover it all from interviews to game reports to player scouting public and private schools, and we even cover the college recruiting process. This is the AC Sports Report, and here's your host, John Miller.
0: Colby
3: Jacobino, thanks for being uh, back in the studio, man. I really appreciate this. I know you're busy. Hey, appreciate you having me, man. I really enjoyed my time last time, and uh, you know, figured it was a good time, you know, when you asked me to come on to give some updates now that we're almost, you know, rounding third base of the high school season.
0: Right. That's, that's cool. So I I will tell you, I was inspired to bring you back watching the new Hustle movie with Adam Sandler. (laughs) So we talked about it briefly before the show and you're saying it's not too far off.
3: No, no. I mean, uh, you know, like I said, more so with the time commitments, um, you know, there are a lot of international scouts, like, say for he was in that movie and and for that it's a totally different beast um but you know just in terms of the 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 time that it takes you know out of your day whether you have a full-time job during the day or not it's you know you get off work you find some find some food and then it's a gym from you know whether it's five to nine or or depending on how much you're traveling maybe you leave right from work and you're in the afternoon couple hour drives you get down to a game and not getting home till 11, 12 o'clock at night, and then you got to get up and, and do it all again. But um, I think for me, uh, it's it's more so an escape from you know everything else that I got going on, and and just kind of being in the gym is when everything makes sense for me. So that's what that's how I've kind of looked at it. And you know, during during the the journey, you know, you you figure out the little other pathways that you you need to take advantage of. But I try to just always kind of remind myself of. Uh, my foundational pieces of trying to, you know, help kids get an opportunity that maybe they wouldn't have had. Um, and then, you know, for me being selfish, just mentally escaping everything that else that's going on.
0: Very cool. So before we get too far, I just want to remind everyone, Colby was uh, on the podcast last May. So it was almost a year ago, and he kind of gave us his background, background. I don't want to beat him up too much about it. I'm going to try to see if I got this right. So Calvert Hall and Perry Hall for high school. Mm-hmm. And Hartford Community College, Stevenson for college. Correct. More or less. Yep. There, was, there was some stuff in between. <laughs> yeah. was Lycoming, I think you mentioned yep. at some point. Yep. Um, And and I'm looking at the – can I say what year you were a senior at Stevenson? Yeah, I don't mind. Okay, so I'm looking at the 2014-2015 roster at Stevenson Mustangs. And I'm going to read – I'm going to embarrass you a little bit. (laughs) Go ahead. Appeared in all 30 games for the Mustangs, averaging 23.3 minutes per game, third on the team with 11.7 points per game, led the team with 42.9 three-point field goal percentage while ranking second with a 75.6 field goal percentage. So this is all stuff that you live by, and you're looking at stats and stuff like that. So this is all real familiar with you, I guess. Also shot 43.7% from the field, averaged 2.0 rebounds per game. You're big on the boards, huh? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) With 1.4 assists per game, led the team in scoring four times. There's there's his place. (laughs) Scored a program record 48 points and connected on a 13 of 18 three-pointers in a win over Hood. Do you remember that? I do. That's cool. I do. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. So, so do you like this stuff? How, did uh, did I embarrass you? Do you talk about other players like this? Or, this is good stuff, Kobe.
3: No, no. I mean, and and I know like a lot of guys just in in my position. Um, I think. I mean, I think it it helps me because a lot of the a lot of the coaches in the area are either familiar with me from when I was in the high school scene or, you know, I mean, coaches do their due diligence, man. Like don't get it wrong. Um, you know, they're going to look you up and see where you came from. And if, and if I have an opinion on something, um, you know, I I don't know. I I oftentimes think about would I've gotten involved in this, if I hadn't had a background in it. And, And I don't know if I would feel very comfortable doing it. I mean, it's like me if I was decided to go be a football scout, like, Yeah, you can know the ins and outs, but I I would feel a little bit uncomfortable trying to judge a player um, if I had never done it myself or, or tried to do it or have some sort of merit behind what I'm talking about. So it does kind of give me some things I don't like, to, you know, I don't put it out there myself, um, you know, when I'm talking to a kid. But it's one of those things where I've experienced in the past where, you know, if a kid maybe is disagreeing in my position and they want to just hurry up and try to pinpoint, well, how do you know? And you never been here. And their coach will pull into the side and be like, hey, Like, you know, Kobe played back in his day as well. So, um, but yeah, I mean, and then in the the, my big game it was it was kind of bittersweet. Um well not bittersweet, but uh it was the second to last game of the year. So we had to we it was a it was in a tournament. We were pretty much like in the NIT. Um and we had to travel like six or seven hours to Ohio in order to play hood. Uh, Because that's where the hosting site was for the NIT, which, you know, it kind of pissed a lot of guys off on the team. Um, But I looked at it as like, I don't want this to be my last game. So first couple shots dropped and I just kept 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 hoisting them up. So, um, you know, it's it's a game that I'll always remember. And uh, I'm just glad, you know, I have I have that because, you know, not many people have the highlights of a, of a college career. So I'm, you know, I'm blessed. That's true. So I I think I remember you, uh, work
0: a little bit with prep hoops and two, four, seven sports. Are you still doing that?
3: Yep. Yep. I'm still uh, doing a lot of the the scouting and, and whatnot for Maryland, DC, pretty much for prep hoops. I have a lot of freedom there. So I try to get out and, um, you know, as much as I can. And I, and we keep the, the site and the rankings and all the content flowing on that. And then, uh, for 24 seven, you know, it's, it's Maryland based, um, doing a lot of Maryland recruiting based of coverage. So same realm of, of, you know, covering the, the local kids, but with this new Maryland staff that they have now, they're recruiting the area, the local area a lot more aggressively. So it's making, you know, my job a lot easier and it's making Maryland fans happy.
0: I see a lot of hashtag recruit Maryland out there. So, yep. so I, one one of the reasons I invite you back, and I, again, I thank you for coming. Was I saw a posting that you're you're now a approved NCAA scout. Is that is that something new?
3: Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I created my own scouting service. It's pretty much my own business, Kobe uh, G Scouting. Uh, and there's an approval process that you have to go through with the NCAA in order to get on a, an approved list for um, specifically Division One programs to subscribe to. Uh, It's not anything that it, you know, some guys do have maybe a website that goes with it, but a lot of the scouts just have their own reports and they will, you know, send them out email based, however many times per month, everybody's kind of set up differently. Uh, But, you know, I, it's not something that, or I would say it'd be very difficult from day one just to say, Hey, I have a scouting service because nobody knows what you have to offer. Nobody really knows your knowledge for it, anything like that. So you know, once I started this scouting journey, I knew that it was going to be a very slow cooking process and I was okay with that. Um, But I I also had in the back of my mind, you know, whenever I kept hearing things of maybe taking that next step, I have to take advantage of it. And it's maybe something that in my life as a person, I wasn't always aggressive with and maybe miss some opportunities because of that. So, um, you know, over the past, I would say six or seven months, it was just a lot of conversations with different division one coaches and uh I wouldn't even bring it up but they would you know we would talk about a bunch of players and they would just say hey man do you have your own service and I would always say no and they would you have to have your own service so um and then you know talking with other guys who were in national positions for recruiting analysts or whatever through rivals 24-7 um who are now in the NBA ranks I was you know I'm lucky to have some connections with them and First thing they said, you have to have your own service. So it's a, it's nothing that is going to be uh, accessible to parents, players, anything like that. It's more so building that relationship with college coaches, um, and it's not just for Division One. I. I mean, I have Division Two clients, Division Three clients. I'll take on JUCOs. I played in JUCO, so I, I I you know know what those guys are looking for as well. Um, just trying to you know again, not only build my brand, but um, you know help as many people as I can.
0: So the colleges um, subscribe to your service, mm-hmm. and, and you, what you do is you provide information back to them. Do they come to you with specific questions, or do you just go out and like you'll spend time at three high schools and you send it to them unsolicited? Or are they asking you specific questions?
3: Yeah, no. So I mean, they they you know I, I explain to them what my service offers, and you know on those days they can expect a report in their inbox, um, and it, it could be from wherever I was over the past two weeks. It could be uh, you know, any big, big events that were going on. Um, and the, I guess the idea is not only for them to have another eye on the action. Cause you know, for a lot of these big national events, that school's going to have somebody there. Um, but it's also, you know, I'm pretty much again, an, another set of eyes. And then if they can't make, if any of their staff, especially during the season where they're in season as well, Uh, If they can't make something, you know, they have to have their designated guys in certain areas that they can trust. Um, And it also with with just really quickly with, you know, it also with contact information and a lot more details that go into it.
0: So I think I saw you at uh, Parkville High School not that long ago. They have an EBA play day. Yep, It was my first time there, but I thought it was a fantastic event. I love the program. You would get there. You get a list of the kids and the schools and the contact information. And did I, I think I saw you there. Were you there?
3: Yeah, yeah. So uh, EBA um, is uh, Josh Zersky. He's a head coach at Parkville. Um, it's his company. He's a training company. But we also run you know a summer league um, that we had the past two or three years now. And then, uh, we've had a couple, I think last year was our second fall, uh, fall play day. Um, this year we had it at Parkville and, you know, I thought, I thought it was a, a pretty good success. So we got good feedback from it. And with the books, uh, that you were talking about the roster books, that's kind of like where we balance each other out. Josh is, is very good with, you know, getting everything lined up in terms of gym access and, and all the other details that nobody really sees, um, he's very good at taking care of all that that type of thing. And then with me, it's like, okay, well, what do college coaches want? What do the media want? That show up, you know? How do we have to be clear in this? And just what? How can you make an event go as smooth as possible? Because, you know, I mean, let's face it, it's the landscape of high school basketball is getting very watered down with event here, event there. Um, so what people are going to remember is, hey, what was most organized? Did the game start on time? Did you have everything you need? You know, was there security there? All these little details that go into it uh, is what's going to make a successful event. And I thought, you know, we we continue to reach out in terms of the uh, type of, of talent school that we get. Um, you know, so I mean, you look at obviously Parkville participated. They're top in Baltimore County. We had City, who's on top of Baltimore City right now, um, and we got a, we had a bunch of of private private league schools. Uh, that participated and so the the idea is to grow it and you know obviously a lot of these schools around here like hey I'm I'm just tired of making that drive down to DC to whether it's get you know good competition or just have something that they can kind of count on to be there so that's what we're hoping that 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 is every day and it's just a one day thing we get in there you know in the fall to kind of get you know the the teams together work on some things and uh Have a fun day.
0: I was impressed. I hope you do it again.
3: Yeah, no, we definitely will. I appreciate that.
0: So you alluded to uh, some stuff that I was interested in. You were talking about Baltimore City Public Schools, with City being one of the top-ranked team, and Mm -hmm. and Parkville in Baltimore County. But then there's also private schools. And you and I were talking before, kind of where the BCL, the MIAA, and the the WCAC rank over in this area. And I'm guessing you spend a lot of time in all those schools. Um, Yeah. And and we talked about you know St. Joe being a, a well-run kind of a top-tier basketball program. H- how, how do you feel about the the kids and and the level of competition? And and I'm gonna I know I'm gonna get some people mad at me. And yeah, I hope I, I hope it me. don't put you on the spot here. No, no, no. WCC versus Mia and basketball. Where, which which where's your position there?
3: Yeah, I mean it's it's WCC and a lot of people. Um, you know, when I would do my, my Instagram lives or anything like that, you know, this would always get brought up as well. Um, and you know, it's, it, it, I always tell them like the talent is very, very comparable. Don't, don't get it twisted at all. Um, what it comes into is the WCAC as a league, I believe is just a much more, uh, it has a lot more high IQ, um, kids who know how to understand situational basketball, And, uh, you know, that just comes through the, you know, the rec leagues and everything like that. Now, don't don't get it wrong. Like Baltimore has good rec leagues as well. I mean, you see all these high, highly talented players coming up, whether it's, you know, Team Thrill, Team Mellow, you know, whoever that 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 is around and and they're training these kids. And I mean, I I feel like players are more skilled than they ever have been. Um, But I also and I think this is kind of I would say a common opinion is that, you know, kids are very skilled, but they don't understand the game like the players of the past have, whereas the players of the past had a very good hold on the IQ or, or reads or little instincts that you have when you're playing the game. They just weren't as skilled and may not be able to perform what these kids can today. So if you can combine them, well, then what you have is arguably the best conference in the country – which is an hour away in the WCAC. So, it, it, you know when you, and a lot of people consider the WCAC the best conference in the country. So it's like when when you're putting it up against that, not many can compete. But again, you know you, when you have the Mount St. Joe's, the St. Francis's, you know these cream of the crop of the BCL, MIAA, um, and, and and even Goretti this year has been outstanding. So you know you can't you can't just kind of push the WCAC over. The championship is going to be good this year, that's for sure. Yeah. So we talked a
0: little bit, now that we've got all the controversial stuff out of the way, <laughs> we talked a little bit about NIL and the transfer portal last time, and I'm wondering if you still feel the same way about those those two things.
3: Yeah, I mean, so, you know, now that there's been some time to have things unfold, um, especially with the NIL, man, I mean, it's that's going to be a feeling out process for years. But what uh, players are starting to see now is like the, the – the amount or the deals or whatever they were promised isn't really coming the way that they thought it was going to. And and it's because, you know, now you're entering a business world. And, you know, as for myself, who just, you know, started own business and whatnot, I still have a lot to learn, but I do know a little bit about the business world. And, and uh, there's a lot of details that need to be covered. And if you ask me to do that as a college student, no shot. Um, now a lot of these kids have people handling that stuff for them, but even at that point, you know, you, y- you need a, you need someone who's well-versed with this stuff. And, and even when we're talking, we're not talking about a couple hundred dollars We're we're talking about in some cases, a couple hundreds of thousands of dollars. So, um, you know, whereas kids are getting kind of, for lack of a better term, angry that they're not getting what they were promised, um, or, or, you know, even it's changed up the recruiting strategy where, you know, again, like a lot of these colleges, when they talk to these bigger name prospects, that's one of the first thing that comes out of mouth. Not what majors do you guys have or, or the environment around campus or even how do you develop your players get ready for the NBA? It's what do you have set up for NIL? Um, so it's changed that approach. And then with the, the transfer portal, you know, I guess it all can kind of come as one just because you don't know how many schools that I've talked to, man, just with that, that just flat out aren't recruiting high school kids. Um, And it's a lot of the lower level division one schools. And that's why when we're, when we're seeing these, you know, local players from any area, pretty much. And you see on Twitter, like, how does he not have a division one scholarship? It's like, well, because those, a lot of those programs are fighting for their lives or fighting for their careers. And, you know, as, as harsh as it seems, I, if I was a college coach at that level, I'm not jeopardizing my job to depend on a high school kid when I can just go pick up a sophomore or junior in college, know what he's going to give me and and have that security and peace of mind that he's more than likely going to bring it here. Um, and that doesn't, you know, I'm not saying that to say they don't recruit high school at all, but from where they were like, okay, let's bring in four high school kids. They might bring in one, maybe two. Um, so it's, it's a huge difference, man. But I think, you know, with, with any change In a a scene, it's going to be a two to three year thing before we kind of get a hold of it. Just like with the whole COVID year, these guys are still in college, you know, claiming a COVID year. And that's another ripple effect that's keeping kids, you know, from getting opportunities that they
0: would normally get. I think the last time you here, you were talking about a, a kid would wants to remove those those butts. Those he's a good player, but or the intangibles that maybe you you don't see now. If any time it's even more important because if the coach has that choice between a sophomore, junior with with less butts or less, in, uh, you know, unknowns. They're gonna they're gonna look at those intangibles those those butts on the person's resume and think well wait a minute yep. I, and doubt is is probably not a good thing you want when they're trying to dish out a,
3: a limited number of scholarships no 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 and and you know before we hopped on here you you pretty much because I we talked about the butts last time and and to limit them and I think what my message would be for for this particular episode would uh just communication as, as, as easy as it sounds. And it's probably, you know, if, if there's a player listening to this, Oh, my coach or my, my my guardian or whoever it is, they're always just saying, you know, communicate, communicate. But, uh, there's been so many times in the past two to three months where I'm talking to a non-division one school, um, who can definitely supply with academic aid, partial scholarships, uh, 75% scholarships, anything. And, you know, they come to me and be like, you know, I'll say, Hey man, did you reach out to so-and-so? Like, I feel like he'd be a good fit for you. And he'd be like, I mean, I, we did. And then he just kind of went ghost on me. And, uh, I, I mean, I'm trying to, when I go to these games and I see seniors and I pull them off to the side and I'm trying to tell them like, look, man, like you have to, you have to communicate and entertain pretty much anyone that's after you right now. Um, and, and, and to be honest with us rounding third base, like you really need to look to, Kind of take these opportunities that that these coaches are offering you, because the Division ones aren't going to be there like you might think they will, uh, and, and and again like in it where we were in the scene two to three years ago when the low majors, whether it's Loyola, Morgan State, um, you know, maybe in some cases the UMBC, where you know we're going into spring and they're like, you know what, we we need we've seen enough of this kid at the high school level let's take a chance on him let's offer him and let's let's bring him in they're they're going the route of no 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 we're just going to wait this thing out we're going to get somebody in the portal. we don't even need to worry about that kid if he goes to prep somewhere if he goes to juco or i mean you know even if a kid goes division 3 and is an all-conference player as a freshman and is completely killing it again, transfer portal, they're going to look around. And if you fit that mold, they're going to, they'll be back. But for now you need to strike when the iron's hot. And uh, if you don't, it's like, I know mental health is a a big uh, topic of conversation today. So a lot of these kids that, you know, maybe will let these opportunities go by the wayside and they find themselves maybe in a, you know, a low level Juco or maybe not even playing at all. I'm telling you it's going to get to your head and that depression is going to seep in. So, um, you know, if that's if you're if you want to do this basketball thing. So, I I mean, I guess that was a long winded rant of what I kind of wanted to put a bow on. That that
0: (laughs) was good advice. Actually, I was letting you go and I I feel like I could let you talk forever. But I know my listeners are going to get tired of me. (laughs) Probably not you. No, Um, but but I will say there's been many times where I've I've reached out to someone and they ghosted me Mm -hmm. or they said no not now get back to me and you can't be afraid of that if they ghost you maybe they're too busy maybe they missed the email try again or if they say no not now maybe later so don't give up keep communicating keep trying so so good i'm also impressed with your mixed metaphor there i like the rounding third base reference during a a basketball podcast i hope people know that's a baseball term (laughs) that we we, we use there i'm sure they do colby if people wanted to reach out to you do, do you can kids, parents, can people or colleges? Hopefully, there's a I get you some business and, and some more D1 colleges subscribe to your service. But how can people reach out to you?
3: Yeah, sure. So um, I'm pretty active on on social media. Um, I usually just do the Twitter, Instagram type thing. Uh, Twitter, I'm at Kobe G Hoops. Um, on Instagram, Kobe uh, G Scouting. And then you know, like we were talking before, if you want to try to get a hold of me in in terms of those those vessels, definitely you know, reach out, send out what you can. And then, you know, if we want to schedule a phone call or email or whatnot, we can, we can go from there. Colby Jacobino, Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the opportunity.
2: You've been listening to the ACE Sports Report. As you know, there's a massive scene of youth sports in the DMV. And it's our passion to cover it all. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at www.alstoncarlyle.com Till next time, this has been the AC Sports Report.